This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. This is the Chris Salcedo Show. All right, let's get to our first guest today. Senator Ted Cruz here in the great state of Texas. Glad you have made it here to the Chris Salcedo Show, sir. Chris, good to be with you. Happy Fourth of July. And to you as well, sir. Uh, look, we got to get right down to business because we have some rather pressing issues. North Korea over the 4th of July holiday, firing yes. off an ICBM that could hit the United States. Uh, the United States has confirmed this. A, a lot of pressure points need to be applied. China, it is said, is key. But uh, how much can we rely on the Chinese to do what's right? Well, th- th- this, this is profoundly dangerous. Uh, North Korea right now, I think, is the most dangerous place on Earth because you've got a, a radical and unstable dictator, Kim Jong-un, who, who tragically possesses nuclear weapons, has developed nuclear weapons, and as you noted, is actively testing and developing ICBMs. Now, the only purpose of an ICBM uh, is to carry a nuclear weapon to the United States. They, they already have the capacity... Uh, to attack their neighbors, to attack Japan, to attack South Korea or Taiwan, all close allies of ours. But but an ICBM would give them the capacity to take a nuclear weapon and, and attack the continental United States. Uh, and indeed, Kim Jong-un, just a couple of years ago, when he was specifying cities that he wanted to attack, listed three, including Austin, Texas, as, as one of the three cities he, he wanted to target with a nuclear attack. And... and uh, whether he would do it or not, I don't know. The man is unstable and radical and predictable, but it is profoundly dangerous. Uh, and Chris, I'll tell you, it is the fact that North Korea has nuclear weapons it, it is a result of failed U.S. policy. Uh, you, you actually have to go back to the Clinton administration. When Bill Clinton was president, uh, the entire world had sanctions against North Korea to prevent them from getting nuclear weapons. And the Clinton administration led the world in relaxing those sanctions. They did so in, in exchange for a promise not to develop nuclear weapons. As a result, billions of dollars flowed into North Korea, and Kim Jong-il, who was Kim Jong-un's father, took those billions of dollars, turned around, and developed nuclear weapons. Uh, now, the reason that that matters so much is not only was it an absolute failure in North Korea, but the very same person, Wendy Sherman, who negotiated the failed North Korea deal, was recruited to come back by the Obama administration to be their lead <laughs> negotiator with Iran, and she negotiated the same deal, billions of dollars in exchange for a promise not to develop nuclear weapons. And I think if we don't change course quickly, we are risking Iran joining North Korea as a nuclear power that explicitly wants to use those weapons to murder Americans. I think that's completely unacceptable. Uh, do you think the United really quickly? Do you think the United States has the capacity to do this by themselves and and basically tell the Chinese if you're not willing to be the big boys or actually be a world power, then America will take care of it? Because you know, Senator, they don't want us over there any more than we want to be over there. Well, I, I think it's going to take a variety of tools, and none of these are easy. Once you have a psychotic dictator with with nuclear weapons, your your, your options are limited. Uh, one piece that I strongly agree with that President Trump. Uh, is moving forward with is is installing THAAD anti-ballistic missile interceptors in South Korea. That's something that I urged President Obama for years to do. I'm very glad that the Trump administration is moving forward with that. Uh, But beyond that, as you noted, listen, China has disproportionate influence over North Korea. They're they're enormously powerful over Kim Jong-un. 
In the past, they have not been terribly helpful. There are some promising signs that China is helping somewhat to rein them in, although obviously not enough to stop the ICBM test that we just saw. Uh, Your skepticism towards China, I think, is justified. They have not proven to be reliable friends in any way, shape, or form. But uh, I do think the Trump administration is right to be pressuring China and trying to get China to exert its influence. Uh, You know, I think the approach we should take with China is, to borrow a phrase from Ronald Reagan in the Cold War, trust but verify, that that, that we should press them to to help rein in North Korea, but we shouldn't be naive uh, and, and expect that they are our friends in doing so. Uh, Senator Ted Cruz, our guest right now here on the Chris Salcedo Show. Uh, Senator, you know uh, that we have been uh, uh, very concerned about not necessarily repealing Obamacare. We like to see that get done. But we're concerned with this whole idea of replace. And the, the show is sidle, solidly sure. on this on this footing that we need to have a sunset provision in any replacement with because the conservative, as you well know, doesn't think that we need another massive entitlement here, but not all of your Republican brethren believe this. They, they want to replace Obamacare's massive entitlement with another Republican massive entitlement. Do we have any shot at conservatism winning the day on this one? Well, listen, it is a huge challenge, and, and this is the battle that I'm, I'm fighting each and every day. Uh, one of the basic problems is we have a very, very narrow majority in the Senate. We have just 52 Republicans. Uh, every Democrat is a hard no, so we start out with 48 hard no's. And there are a significant number of moderate Republicans who want to see a very substantial federal involvement in health care uh, and are dug in and adamant. And, and to be able to do anything, we've got to get to 50 votes. And so what I have been spending every moment of my day, night and day, trying to do is, is bring Republicans together and saying, listen, number one, we have to honor our commitment to repeal Obamacare. And number two, the most critical, critical test is what happens to premiums. Are we lowering premiums? And the reason for that, the biggest reason so many millions of people are unhappy with Obamacare is that it has caused premiums to skyrocket. The average family's premiums have increased over $5,000 a year under Obamacare. And, and, and I hear every day from Texans who say, I can't afford health insurance for my family anymore. That's a problem the federal government caused, Obamacare caused. We need to fix it. And I think the key to getting this done, the key to getting conservatives to support this bill, and we're not there yet, but I think we're making progress, is we've got to lower premiums. And the way you lower premiums is you give consumers freedom to choose the health insurance plans that they want without the government mandate. You free up and you create more choices, more competition, which results in lower premiums and making health insurance more affordable. Uh, Senator Ted Cruz, our guest right now, coming to North Texas this evening, I believe, to talk about veterans' issues. And you say, sir, it's about time. Well, that, that, that is exactly right. Uh, so, I, so I'm in North Texas right now. I was in McAllen yesterday down in the Valley for the 4th of July. Uh, I'm in North Texas today. We'll be in San Antonio tomorrow. And, and we're doing a, a series of, of town halls with veterans, with concerned veterans of America, to talk about issues concerning the VA, to talk about our defense and rebuilding the military, uh, and to talk about protecting their constitutional rights and the fundamental issues that that are affecting veterans everywhere. 
you know, our veterans, you look at the treatment of vets uh, over the past several years, and it, and it really has been shameful in the VA. And, and, and I've been helping lead the effort to, to provide more accountability in the VA, give the VA secretary, secretary the authority to reprimand or dismiss senior employees that were responsible for malfeasance, were responsible for cooking the books and wrongfully denying veterans care. And, and, and I think the, the best and biggest solution to the challenges of the VA is to give veterans choice. Uh, every veteran should have the power to choose his or her doctor. And, and if the vet wants to go to the VA, that's your right. You've earned it. You bled for it. Uh, but if the vet instead wants to go to a private hospital, wants to go to the local cardiologist down the street, that veteran should be able to do so. I think that's the most fundamental reform, and it's something that I'm fighting very hard to do. Last big issue that can be transformative for the state in which we broadcast today. Texas, of course, as you know, in West Texas, most likely the largest proven uh, natural gas and oil reserve. They just discovered this this last year. What steps are you taking in, in the Senate to make sure that uh, the United States is on a path to energy independence and that Texas is an indispensable cog in that wheel? Well, uh, when it comes to oil and gas, there, there, there's been no stronger champion of oil and gas and, and energy that, than I've been in the Senate. And, and you know, I, I grew up in the oil and gas business. My parents, when I was a kid, owned a small uh, oil and gas company that did seismic data processing. And, and, and I think energy, I think oil and gas are, are critical to turning our economy around and, and bringing around jobs. And, and so I've been, been leading the effort in the Senate. I introduced the American Energy Renaissance Act, which is the most aggressive, comprehensive, serious energy legislation uh, of any senator to, to lift the barriers to expanding our energy exploration, to lift uh, the impediments standing in the way, and, and to allow us to develop resources, uh, invest resources to developing uh, the, the, the enormous reserves that we have. Uh, I'll note also I'm pressing very hard the administration uh, in the process of NAFTA uh, renegotiation to focus on energy, on the massive energy reserves in Mexico, which right now American companies have serious barriers to accessing. Let's use NAFTA renegotiation as an opportunity to lift those barriers. What that would do is create thousands of high-paying jobs in Mexico for people there, but critically thousands of high-paying jobs here in Texas because Texans have the expertise to develop those resources. And when it comes to LNG, liquid natural gas, I have been leading the effort to expand the ability uh, to export LNG, to send it to our allies who want our resources. We've got tremendous natural gas. Our allies want to buy it, and it's been government barriers standing in the way. I'm leading the effort to lift those barriers so that we can sell our products to willing customers. We do that 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 ends up being millions of high-paying jobs that, that benefits everyone in America. Texas Senator Ted Cruz, everybody. Sir, appreciate the time, as always, here on the Chris Alcedo Show, and we'll get you back on soon. Chris, thank you, my friend. And, and as always, I encourage folks to go to our website. It's tedcruz.org, tedcruz.org. Thank you, and God bless you.